What's up, everybody? This this Maxwell again, and we in here for Bring the Smoke Orlando, baby. We in Orlando, I'm over here with Pastor Pastor Nate, man. Man, what's your last name? Man? Austin. Man. Pastor Nate Austin. <laughs> well, Pastor Nathaniel Austin, but his street name is Nate, baby. Straight out of Miami, man. Let the people know who you are, man. Man, I'm I'm Pastor Nathan e. Austin, man. I'm a senior pastor teacher of the Zion Church. Uh, we're in Pompano Beach, Florida. Uh, born and raised in the county of Dade, Miami-Dade County. Uh, still reside there, man. Still do and live life there, man. Glad to be on the smoke man. in Orlando, man. Man, look, man. First of all, this joker pastoring in Miami. So, man, you know Uncle Luke, man. I'm I, sorry, I know a church about that, man. You know Uncle Luke, Luke man. You know, yeah, man. <laughs> Uncle Luke, man. He, he in Dade County, man. I ain't yeah. gonna say he go to church. <laughs> <laughs> he know church folk though. He yeah, he know church. Know church yeah, folk. he know some good preachers. Do he pay a tithe? Maybe though he don't go, man. Man, you know he spread it throughout all his brothers. Spread it throughout. That's you good. Know, he, don't, he don't drop one on on one of us, man. Oh, okay. He, he spread it out a little bit. That, that's what I'm talking. That's good though, man. I know he, you know, he big on helping the Miami Hurricane back in the day. Yeah, he yeah. helped the man before NIL, man. He yeah. was he was the NIL. Exactly, man. Before they started paying him. <laughs> right. For right, y'all that don't right. know. You know what they'll do is take the black athletes, man, and use them to build up schools like football, basketball. But then the people that play croquet or whatever you call them things, stuff don't nobody go see and build right. them frat houses. It's built on the backs of African-American football and basketball players because all the money comes there. But then they out there can't even eat. And sometimes for taking like one time to take somebody out, if somebody took them out to eat sometimes, they might lose their eligibility for small things like that, knowing they're from the ghetto and they make all this money money selling the names of their jerseys on them right. I remember Chris Webber said man one day he was walking by he ain't had no money looked in the window and saw his jersey and he was hungry and he said man I'm going pro man couldn't even afford his own jersey man. couldn't afford his own jersey but he didn't want a jersey he didn't want a sandwich you right, know what I'm saying right. this joke couldn't even get nothing to eat man so I'm glad. Thank you, Uncle Luke, man, straight out of Miami, where your pastor over here, Pastor Nate. Luke Skywalker. <laughs> that's, that's an old name, Luke hey, Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, that's baby, original baby. Name. Luke Skywalker. Hey, man. So anyway, man, this this I, I met him um, over at E. Dewey Smith at his uh, fellowship ambassadors <clears throat> that I'm uh, about to be a part of, man. But Dewey been helping me for so long. Figured out my well so into him too. <laughs> right, I'm saying you' about to be a part of man. You already family. I'm already man. family, already man. Family, man. Man, but man, how is it passionate in Miami, man? Man, it's that not the Bible Belt, man. You got to be <laughs> saved, show enough saved, and love the Lord for real, for real. On um, passing in South Florida, man, we we still trying to figure out if he really, really come that far, man. You know, we, we trying to figure out if he come that far, man. We know the blood reaches the highest mountain, but we ain't sure if it comes to the lowest valley, man. Wow. South, South Florida is the valley. It is the valley. Uh, people come to relax and, you know, go to the beach, man, and do all type of stuff on South Beach. And uh, they don't come for church. But, uh, you know, we say in South Florida, if you can survive in South Florida, you can survive anywhere. Our 200 is 2,000 anywhere else, dude, man. That, so, exactly, man. I'm you like, dude, you got 10 members in yeah. Miami, dude. To you me, know. you got a, a mega church. Right. This joker, this joker got two, 300 folk in Miami. He's showing yeah. up preaching. We definitely going to get him the Newport News, man. We're going we to get a Newport News, man. He can't bring Uncle Luke with him unless he unless Uncle Luke got a check. But we definitely got to get him the Newport News because if you can preach, like, like seriously, though, man, not saying not to be funny. I know I was tripping with you right. last night, but it's like, 
Like the church in Corinth with all them wildness going on around it, man. How do you survive as a church, man? Because I know sometimes the old school ladies be looking at the women that, you know, they might wear something a little too tight for them. But, man, what I mean, I can only imagine what they come to church with your church. Well, man, I mean, we actually, man, it's interesting because the locals are not the ones that's doing all the partying. Mm. So it's really not, you're not really competing against that per se. Uh, it's the, the the biggest thing about South Florida, man, is a melting pot. So, you know, we have all types of culture and all type of black culture. So, you know, black is not necessarily African-American. Black can be Haitian. Um, black mm -hmm. can be J Jamaican, uh, Trinidadian. And all those cultures have their own church. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the African-Americans are moving to Georgia, moving to Central Florida, Upper Florida. So you're really competing more so against that. Um, and those that are kind of moving to South Florida, they're not really moving for church, man. So, you you know, but as far as bringing South Florida or South Beach into the church, or to, you know, it, we don't really deal with that. Now, those that are saved, it is difficult for them to come to church, though, because yeah. Sunday it's 80 degrees outside, the water is warm, weather is good. It's just good. Beach weather is good, you know, sit at home weather. So uh, we have a challenges, but man, God is God is faithful. God is faithful. Man, basically, how saved are you? <laughs> I realized I was more saved than I thought I was. I couldn't find my Gucci glasses this morning. I'm like, man, I think I left. And I was about to go look for him at the restaurant. I said, nah, man, I can't be late for the Chase Conference. It might have left in his rental car. I said, man... I came knocking on the door like, man, you know what? I got to go to see Jesus first, man. So so I believe that I can survive in Miami, man. I didn't know I could survive in Miami until survive, I lost my Gucci glasses. <laughs> and I didn't try to go find them right away because I knew once I realized I lost them that I would be late to get into the kingdom of Jake's and watch <laughs> Him preach, so I, right. I, I think I, I think I'll be. Right, man, I might come preach to you one day, man. Right, you man, know, you, man, I just, listen, I just bring coming, my, man. I bring my dark glasses, you though, coming, man. You know man. what I'm saying? I, you know, I'm gonna take my mama braille book. I'm just gonna come <laughs> on with blinders on, so I won't be seeing that, and so I can stay. Oh, man, when you want to get a vacation, man, and, you know, <laughs> come on in, do the week, man. We'll take care of you. You have a place to preach, and then put your foot in the water. Man, appreciate you, my dude. Yeah, but look man. at this, man. I, I want to see if he gonna let me transition to this, man. We ain't gotta say no names, but man. We done had situations where people try to come do certain things crooked in the kingdom. And I know Jesus said the people of the world are more shrewd than my people, man. I mean, even in the kingdom, man, you was sharing an example. I don't know how much you can go into it, man, but or if you can go into it at all, man. But what, man, just how do we guard our churches? How do we guard kingdom people, kingdom businesses from, from just the crookedness of the world, man? How, how, help us. Man, you got to understand that. The church and Christians, in a lot of cases, are big targets. They're easy targets. Um, a lot of, uh, as the Bible says, you got wolves in sheep clothing. Yeah. And, you know, when you say you're in the church, man, a lot of people think you saw. So they'll try you. You know, we got tried with a gentleman not too long ago. He tried us uh, in a business transaction. You know, we were trying to do some real estate dealings. And we went with a brother that was supposed to be kingdom financing. And, you know, so-called preacher, you know, whole nine yards. And truth be told, he just, he got us, man. He got us uh, for a good little piece of change. And um, it's taking everything within me. Yes. Uh, but as Jake's talked about today, for that hood not to come out. Yeah, You yeah, know, for yeah. that Liberty City, that, that Luther Campbell side of yes, me to come yes. out. 
Um, but you know, we, we got to be vigilant, man. We have to be, um, as the Bible says, wise as serpents, right. but harmless as doves. But there's so many people that try to take advantage of the kingdom. But what we got to do is we got to talk to each other. A lot of pastors and churches get caught up in the same type of scams or situations because we're not talking. Yeah. And the enemy is praying on the fact, I can yeah. go to this church, rip them off, go to that church, because we're not talking, because we think we're enemies. We think we're competitors. Not realizing that through communications, I can tell you, man, hey, don't deal with that person. Yeah. We got on the subject about the individual I'm dealing with, because somebody at the table brought his name up. Yeah, and he looked like... And when he brought his know name him. up... <laughs> I immediately said, man, don't deal with that individual. Not already knowing he had already dealt with that individual. He was about to give me the same advice I was giving him. Yes. So stuff like that can put those things to bay, but we got to stop acting like we competitors and drug dealers and, and start working together and collaborating in the kingdom. Man, what's so wild is, what I always say is, <clears throat> we got to work together like demons. One thing about demons, demons work together. Remember they had the, the man and... uh possessed they was like jesus said who are you he said we are legion we are right. many but we are, we are one right you understand because they work together and we as a kingdom don't work together one can set a thousand of like two can set ten thousand but so many times our egos and we think like you said our territorial spirit make us feel as though we can't talk to somebody right. i ain't gonna say no name but i mean when i first got to newport news and i was doing ministry doing basketball doing other things that i even asked other people to join but they didn't want to do it and then when it started blowing up, they were like, oh, why you ask us? Dude, I did ask you, but I ain't going to beg you. But the first thing they asked me was, did so-and-so give you permission to do this? They asked me about another pastor. I was like, well, did, did so slavery come like, back well, yeah, I man, like, like, what they call yeah. they got? I don't know. That is the first place. Though. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. Like, so, well, yeah, yeah, like exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, that, that was a trustee, though. Oh, it was Lord. a black man. You know what oh, I'm saying? They must have been, that was a house Negro. Yeah, he, he, he was a house. Yeah, he <laughs> yeah, was a house Negro. Yeah, he was in the house. I was, yeah, I was in was the field, house. you know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, see, they asked me that I have permission. So a lot of times, churches, man, we just need to learn how to work as a kingdom. Because church folk might not necessarily be kingdom folk. Man, it's amazing because the street mentality is you need one bottle, one blunt. It, one bottle, everybody passing around. One blunt, everybody take a hit. In the kingdom, man, you got 10 guys, you need 10 bottles. Ooh, reverend. And think about this. Depending on what you're drinking, man, 10 bottles is costly. Hmm. We could share this one bottle, but because we're not vibing with each other, we got to buy 10 bottles. Exactly. Instead of doing so the, the people, as the scripture says, man, the people of the world are smarter than the people in the light. Yeah. We don't believe in sharing. Man. No, we don't. We want to reinvent the wheel. Right. We we rather, waste, we rather waste a bottle, man, than to share. Just to put our name on it. Right. Right. But it's so funny, though, man, how, like I said, I kept trying to work in the background because I'm an introvert. Right. You know, and I think me running for office at that time made me more, it, it pulled out some of my extroverted side. But I, if I see you in a crowd and they ain't dealing with business, man, like, 
I ain't don't talk. Now, if it's business, I, I my knowing to kick in. But like even that, right. the only reason I talk to everybody because they made us talk to everybody. Right. Like when we was at the uh, at Dewey thing. Right. Hey, talk to this person, talk to this person, man. And then you know when I talked to you in the beginning, I said, man, I, can, I, I feel his spirit. I can vibe with him. You know what I'm saying? Then I said, man, we need to get him on bring the smoke because I know he gonna bring a word, man. I know it's gonna be chill too, and it ain't gonna be all you know churchy because this right. bring the smoke. We trying to let you know we breaking down bad. We gonna talk about anything. First of all, supposed to be. We were going to be smoking cigars, but then he said, okay. look how dark he got in here. <laughs> right, man. Now he told me the smoke right. line was too dark. Right. But now we in this dark I room. I thought we was doing something else, bro. I was like, hey, 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 Look, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Somebody going to come out and bust out the room or something, Look, we supposed to be doing it in the smoke lounge, though. But he said, it's too dark. I'm like, Negro, this room darker than the smoke lounge. So what in the world? We couldn't do it. Maybe he really wanted to say it was ugly. Look, for the first time ever, we're going to ask the cameraman, now, why we really went at over there? Is it ugly or what? Because I'm just wondering. Because this dog is on the way right. here to me. It, it, it's ugly, okay. All right. All right. Just say what it is. It, hey, say what it is. Hey, bring the smoke. 1865, he like your bar, but he don't like your cigar lounge. So I'm going to go up there and make sure we get a decor together so we can really have bring the smoke, all right? So when I come, to, when I come there, man, I want to go to I want to go to cigar lounge. Yeah, let's go, man. Yeah, we got yeah, you, man. Yeah, got you all yeah. day, man. <laughs> but anyway, look, seriously, though, people of the world, like you said, more smarter than us. We got to learn how to work together and bring our resources together. Bring them together. You know what I'm saying? Like, what if we, one thing I loved about my pastor, pastor, late pastor, pastor McCaleb, he started a black bank. He got six, seven churches all together and, br and brought it uh, and, and built a credit union. Man, I seen this guy. He was probably 20 years older than me. I was a lifeguard and he kept trying to, he kept telling me about how he didn't get a car. You know, even back when I was young and I saw him riding, man, he had a convertible. He, he stopped, Maxwell, Maxwell, man, I got the car. I said, what? Man, your church, your church bank, man, wow. man. This is my first, he was 40 years old, first time he had a car, man. He was so flipping liberated. He said, I'm gonna pay the loan back. They looked at my credit, I know it's messed up, but they ended up saying they gonna help me get it together. That, man, I ain't never, just, I can even see it now in my mind, right. the joy he had man and I know my pastor got a little upset cause New Birth dropped like 2 million in there so he's like man he was mad at our church cause we ain't put as much money in there so he said man whoever put the most money there on the daggone bank so wow. then they had the president wow. you know what I'm saying okay. so you know they were back when Bishop Long was a pastor but yeah. the thing about it is he didn't care I mean, he cared a little bit. Right. He said right. it from the pool pit. I ain't right. never seen him upset. He ain't cussing that. Right. <laughs> he ain't bringing the smoke. Right. <laughs> but but he was, you could tell, was irritated. But at the end of the day, it still didn't matter to him because he was empowering right. people that had not been empowered before. Helping people get houses. Helping people get cars. And now you go around telling people, let's start a bank. You know, oh, they ain't thinking about, oh, how can I do this idea right. and, put, and cut you out and do it myself. You know what I'm saying? But you can't pool. You got to pool that money together. I mean, he had... Green Forest was it was his church, Green Pastures, Real Hope, New Birth, other other churches okay. around there. I think it was six, seven churches, man. He pulled wow. them all together and put a bank, man, a bank, a flipping credit union where people could get chances to I'm go to ahead and make their life. In South Florida, man. Yeah. When you think about every Sunday, how many millions of dollars collectively we putting in these banks and our same members can't even really basically pull their own money out the bank. They put money in. And, you know, it's it's sad to know that we can't come together um, to do it, man. Everybody wants to know who's going to be the head or, uh, man, I don't want to go to that bank because the teller know me. She going to know my business and all that. 
we got to think beyond that. We got to clear, work through the see through the smoke and realize how powerful this thing is. Because that brother that got that loan would have never got that loan never. in traditional rock. And it's amazing that churches can't get loans from banks. We're putting money in. But if we came together, we can fund our own projects. We can fund our own vision, man. We going and begging for resources when the resources is right there if we just come together. And that's the whole thing too, man. You got to change your posture as a leader and understand it's several banks, but it's only one you. And at the end of the day, if you borrow a million dollars, you're going to pay almost two million back anyway. You understand right. when it comes to the interest, if you don't pay it off early and make sure you set it where you don't get a prepayment penalty. Time out. And dude, Maxwell really can help you out do some real estate. You know, just shameless plug right now since you oh, were doing man. real estate deals. Yes, I needed you about six months ago. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. So we got to make sure we push it. You know, I saw his initials. Yeah. T.A. when I hooked up him. Yeah. Yeah. But what you got to remember is you are in control is your money. And as long as you can keep keep track of your books, make sure you keep good book records, stop trying to do your church as a mom and pop shop. What you need to do is get business people there, find somebody that has some bookkeeping skills, get you a real accountant, get you a CPA, get you a civil right, right. Exactly. exactly. All that kind of stuff. Exactly. Uh, church missed out on a lot of money in this season. Because we didn't have our books right. But some of them missed it out too. In my church, some of my members got mad and left because some churches missed out because they didn't become incorporated. Mm -hmm. And you couldn't get it. Because see, what? first of all, let me tell you something. This I got to teach people this. When it's a business, it, you don't have to change your bylaws. One of the young pastors said he didn't. they didn't want to be uh, incorporated because you got to change the bylaws. You can keep the same bylaws, but you just make the, the, the pastor be the CEO and then your board is just set up differently because what the banks want to know is who they call if it ain't paid. Right. And they don't want to call Pastor Nate. And Pastor Nate be, nah, it ain't me. It's, right. it's, it's Maxwell, my, my trustee. Nah, it's Brother Eugene. And right. they don't know who it is. Right. And, and the thing about it is when you're not incorporated, that loan is on your credit. You would right. rather be on the entity. That's why some church for like they own the church because literally they really do right. because they name on there. Right. So a lot of them miss out on the on the uh, PPP loans and and the loan that uh, what's the other thing they got out now? We we miss huh? ERC. the ERC, ERC right. the 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 credit the, the earned credit. The earned credit. Yeah. We mm -hmm. we we missed out on that because we weren't incorporated. Right. And I realized in in Virginia, Virginia wasn't allowed to incorporate churches. Until um, Falwell, the 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 founder of Liberty, Jerry sued Falwell. the state. Yeah, Jerry Falwell. He sued the state because they wouldn't let churches become incorporated. Why is it important? First of all, if I do something wrong and he didn't know about it, and we not incorporated, he get in trouble with me if he on the board. Everybody go to jail. If I do something wrong and we incorporated and he don't know about it, he don't get in trouble. But only the person gets in trouble is the person that did it. And another thing is. Um, the reason why they were, I don't know, they were holding it back so much. If you don't, if you're not incorporated, you got to go to court. You got to go to the judge and get him to get permission for you oh, to buy a building. Doing it, yeah, man. yeah, man, because it was illegal. But a lot of churches weren't incorporated for a while. But yeah, not. It's only been probably like 20 years now. Really? And so a lot of churches didn't understand it. And so when I started doing it, they were like, oh, he the devil. He making this a business. He this. Yeah, but we got a PPP loan and, and we got a lot of stuff weighed in that particular right. time. Right. Why? So well, the devil might have been busy in your mind, but right. the kingdom stuff was working. And people, like 20 people left the church. We became incorporated, sent their last tithe in and said, hey, we leaving. I was like, okay, bye.
And then God brought in 20 people left, top 20 tithes. The other people came in, and we ended up going up 20% in our tithes and offering because God will always show himself victorious if you stand with him and not worry about what the crowd is saying. But long story short, become incorporated because that protects you, that protects your assets, right. and then you don't own anything. The church owns itself. And so that way, I don't feel like I own the church. He don't feel like he own the church. Whoever signed on it feel like they own the church. You have one signature or two signatures that go down on it, but it's the whole church it itself. Keeps it, legal, man. it keeps it, it legal. It keeps it legal, yeah. man. I look good in blue, black, <laughs> red. I don't look good in orange. Yeah, I don't know. Orange, orange, orange new black. Orange uh, you. No, I don't look orange good in orange. So we got to keep, <laughs> keep it above board. Keep yes. it legal, man. And open ourselves up to be able to do business in the marketplace. Yes. You know, a lot of churches, like you said, man, a lot of churches can't build, can't do the things they need to do because they don't have their business straight. Right. Uh, we want to be about our father's business, but we got to be about our financial business as well. Reverend. If we want to expand and do more than have church every Sunday. If your church is set up to just have church every Sunday, you missing out on major opportunities to do real kingdom work. Yeah. That's wow. just how it is, man. That's so how it is. you gotta gotta be incorporated, gotta you know, can't, can't have, when I got at my church, man, my, you know, bless her heart, she's in the 80s now, perfect record keeper. She was a bookkeeper by trade, but she kept the finances in a folder. Mm. Now, perfect system. She'll tell you where everything, and that was good for their system, but it wasn't good for the bank. Yeah. So when we wanted to start, to start doing business, man, we had to get all that. Now, you know, the person who came in, they, they complimented her because she had everything color-coded. It was excellent. Uh, it just wasn't computerized. It just wasn't in a proper software managing system to be able to just spit out a report. When they say P&A or profit and loss statement, stuff like that, most churches, they don't know what that is. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we still got churches in 2023, they taking the money and counting it at home. You know, just all type of stuff, man. So, Somebody, what we doing in Virginia? What y'all doing in Miami? I, I didn't say Miami. I'm just saying. I'm just <laughs> I saying. I'm just messing with you. Uh, but you know, it's oh it's, it's you know, Take it's it crazy home. how we're doing. We're not doing business straight, and this is not about church size. Um, one of the things that I've seen, I've always asked this question, and I, I've always wanted to figure out why. Because I, I went to a smaller. I came from a bigger context started pastoring in a smaller context. And I said, I've seen big churches get bigger. I've seen mid-sized churches grow to be big, but I've never seen a small church grow to be big. And I always ask my question, why? And, you know, I mean, small churches that were full of people, money, and I discovered it's because of that. Small churches have a problem keeping the business straight. And that's why they're not able to set themselves up to be approved to grow. But let me tell you this. When I got there, we had 200 members, 200, maybe 300 members. In a year, we went to like 1,500 members. Well, why? Somebody, because we well, put a, be famous in my nah, because we. Boy, be I ain't trying bill. to go. I'm trying to say say. Boy, hey, bill, hey, hey, the Lord would not put more on you than you can bear. <laughs> <laughs> and the Lord knows I need not be <laughs> south <Yeah>. of Orlando. <laughs> in the infinite wisdom of my Lord. <laughs> ah, Jesus, no. So look, look. 
Keep it 100. Dude, I don't get in too trouble because I don't, smoke I don't get you, in trouble because I don't put myself in them situations. Too much man. smoke for you, man. Too much smoke, man. <laughs> Bring the smoke, slow it down. Slow the smoke down. <laughs> ah, ah. No, seriously, though, we went because we had to, you got to put an infrastructure together and you have to be business. And so you have to be business. Like, to put it like this, a deacon, he got mad because I went to visit one of his members. Your member? So the Deacon had member. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, because it's on his list. And, like, dude, I visit any member, all the members under the church. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, dude. So then he said, he he had this, he said, man, I got too many members. I got 100-some members. And I'm like, and so-and-so, they ain't got but this many. So I'm thinking he coming to me for help, right? Mm-hmm. But it really ain't going to be help. He just want to show me that he's doing something. But I ain't know. So I split up the members, and he got mad and put in his resignation, Right? And so as, not as a deacon, but as being over the membership. And I said, okay. And so then one of the deacons called me that night. Hey, deacon so-and-so want to remain where he is. He want to take his resignation. And no, he took his resignation. I accepted. But you know, that's just how he is. I'm like, well, he could just be like he want to be, but I'm not going to sit up there and have this order. If he want to leave, you're not going to use that to try to manipulate me to make me do something. This business, if you say you want to leave, I don't want anybody in a position that they don't want to be. That's a small example, but I just nipped that in the bud. And you have to nip stuff in the bud, and you have to be business. Like you said, the people of the world are more shrewd than my people. Jesus say that. And that's why they don't. it doesn't grow. That same deacon left because when it started growing, because he said the uh, church growing too fast or too many people getting saved. Look, and they said, well, what would you say to him? I said, bye. What else could I say? Right. You understand? And so... And 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 it's funny. Go ahead, walk a few a few door. a few months later though, a few months later, because it's not just it's not just business. It's sometimes people don't want it to grow. Right. They want right. to stay smaller. You got those people there. So Michael Man. Man, dude, I preached one of the, the most stern sermons of a lifetime. And I just knew nobody wanted to join. 24 join. And I, I believe, and then the funny thing was, I said, Man, what made you join today? Because that sermon, he said, I've been waiting to join for like three weeks. But like the deacons, like two or three of the people that be in the front, that they, they always look mean and look like they ain't want nobody to come up there, so I ain't come. Wow. And so I a, out of the 20 people, five people told me the same thing, similar. And so sometimes- they standing you, in the way of the sinner, man. Right. That's a song when we can't what? stand in preach. the way. We got people, man, the, the biggest barriers that we deal with. Man, time out, dude. <laughs> I XD that, man. You, you, hold on. See, I even be like, I thought it meant don't stand and like get away from them because they bad. You, go execute that text with me. we standing in the way, man. It's so you many You blocking ways. them. You blocking them. You blocking the view. You blocking the cross, man. We dude, got so many people. Dude, time out, man. King James that had me messed up. I'm, I'm a preacher, but this daggone Nate version is the truth. Standing away, that means man, you blocking them. Away. We standing away, oh man. We God. have so many people. We got to understand the hospitality portion of our ministries, man. And so many people from the parking lot ministry to the person at the door, you got to be strategic at who stands there because they may be standing in the way of somebody connecting to you because they hear their voice. They see their face before they ever see you. Jesus. So that those deacons that's looking mean has taken the attention away from you and they're focusing on them. So therefore they're standing in the way 
of the sinner or the saint who wants to connect Dude, to your said, church. I thought it meant don't send away sinners. <laughs> Get away from them. They bad. Now, I still like... I must have been, maybe my spirit knew what was going on. I still be trying to bring him in church. Get out of here, man. I oh, guess I'm going to look down my own show we today. Can't let, we can't let people stand in the way, man. And you Get know, in the people way. We, King James. You know, with, with power and position and sometimes longevity, they don't realize that they're standing in the way intentionally because yes. they don't want the church to grow. Man, what's so funny is people say, why are you letting them go? They pillars of the community. I said, you know what pillars do? They said, well, like it holds stuff up. Mm. And I know what you mean, it holds up, but sometimes right. it holds up. up. It, it doesn't let it move because you keep trying to, you're so rigid and stuck in your ways and don't want to change. And like like with Moses, I believe Moses didn't go to the promised land not because he kept cussing God out of you. He did. Right. But when God said, strike the rock to get water, he it's got disobedient. water. He got water. But then the next time he told him to pray to the rock. But he struck the rock. So what did God get mad about? Because he was trying to function today on yesterday's word. Mm. And he kept continuing to stay in the same place. Now, he was angry. Right. He was mad. But when God say do it this way, that's the way he wants you to do it. A lot of times we, we say God the same today, tomorrow, and forever. Yeah, yesterday he always the same, but his methods change. Mm. Because he don't want you to get so caught up in a method that you miss him. Right. That's why you got to be careful, even though I got a good book on leadership. God still talks to you in your own individual way. So you got to see what does this book say to you. It's not going to say the same thing to you as it say to me. And you got to understand you can't, I'm not going, my way is not going to be the same way he is. I know I can't pass in Miami. Like, I'm not going to go unless God called me. He got to say, little black Negro, I am calling you to Miami now. Man, he got to say it with I'm, a loud I'm voice. i to figure out. <laughs> the Lord don't seem to be calling for everybody being the Lord. Call me to start a ministry. Everybody going to Atlanta. Everybody like, so Lord, don't call him, man. But it's it's different, man. Yeah, I know it's, your limitations. It, it's different, man. But yeah. you said something powerful. Man, we can't win this week's game with last week's um, game plan. Okay. It's a different season. It's, it's a different, different time. Yes. And a lot of churches, you know, deal with new pastors coming in um, because they want to do it. They want to use a new game plan. And... What's funny about that is not as if the old game plan has been winning games. Reverend. It's just familiarity. You heard that, Falcons. And with familiarity, yeah. it breeds content. Reverend. Familiarity always breeds content. And so a lot of times, man, church is one of the only organisms or organizations that the pastor doesn't bring his own team. I, yeah, let me tell you what John Maxwell yeah, you, you see what I'm saying with, with, when the, if the Falcons fire their coach the whole staff gone the new coach gets to decide if he wants to retain somebody from the previous staff hey. but churches are forced to come in and keep and maintain a staff that wasn't working. That's why I got tired of NAACP. And, hey. and we've got to try to play nice and try to, you know, figure it out. And if we dare to try to move a staff or replace a staff member, then they want the pastor's head. Man, let me And tell that's you. why a lot of churches fail. 
John Maxwell, my illegitimate father. No, I'm playing. Just make a wish. Your light skin father. Hey, my light skin father. That's why, you know, I got the same thing, Maxwell. Right. You know, I got the same right. juice he got. And y'all both are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We both are Maxwell, I, I, yeah. I yeah. So, right, Daddy, your blood. daddy, come home. <laughs> Right was in hey, your blood, hey, man. Yeah. But John Maxwell, my, my father would say, he would say this. Please pay back and, and his, that child support. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Least, come on. And, and, and yeah, at least at least forward my next book, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> so look, seriously though, John Maxwell, his book, he'll tell you this. He said, my first year, I fired a third of the lowest functioning staff. Mm. And then he said, my second year, I fired the lowest third of the staff. And then my third year, I fired a little third set. So I'm like, this Negro fired everybody. Right. He fired everybody. Right. But he did it little by little. And can I tell you what I had to know? The deacons know the trustees messed up. The trustees know the deacons messed up. The choir know the ushers messed up. The ushers know the choir. But don't none of them know they messed up. Mm. And what a lot of pastors do is you try to change the whole thing at one time. Right. You got to hit like me. The first thing I did with was my minister music. He wasn't doing something. Then he did stuff, boom, cut. Because I, I can't be up there if I ain't at peace with the minister music. I dealt with the music. I dealt with the choir. Boom. Then I came. The next line of defense, I had to deal with the deacons. You know what I'm saying? Boom, boom, boom. Did with the deacons, then did with the trustees. So I did it. You know, I didn't fire everybody, but, you know, I had to deal with them and get them in order. But a lot of times what people do is they'll, and see, when you're dealing with that one group, every other group know they mess up anyway, so they're on your team getting it together. Then the next group, they're on your team. But if you try to change everything at one time, that's when you get kicked out and voted out because you got the whole church against you at one time. You got to deal with those groups one by Excuse me, at a time. You can't hit it's all. It's not just the roots, man. It's the roots. Yeah, I feel you. You got right to friend. know the roots, man. Yeah. You got to know, you have to at least be knowledgeable of how many people am I pulling up out of it. I may not just be removing Sister Sue. Mm -hmm. I may be moving Sue and 30 or more people. Now, that doesn't necessarily stop you from doing it, but you got to at least know that that's what's going right. to happen. You got you to know the timing. So a lot of guys come in and they don't know the people. Like, in, you no, know, no, in, where I am in Pompano, it's the it's kind of the, the countryside of South Florida. Everybody related to each other. And they're not related because they got the same last name. So I didn't realize that Sir Johnson was related to Sister Maxwell. I done uprooted Johnson. I wonder, well, where Maxwell? Well, Maxwell is Johnson's sister. Man, let me tell you something. <laughs> so you got to, a lot of times you got to be strategic got to. and knowledgeable of of what where you are so that when you uproot or you <laughs> make certain changes, you know at least how it's going to fit. Let affect. me tell you something. When we ended up firing the medicine music, um, I said, you know, the, the, the drama going to lead too because they cool. No, I ain't going to lead. We fired him. Now we fired him at a meeting. 20 minutes later, we about to have another meeting. The drummer came in and said, hey, I'm coming to get my stuff because y'all fired so-and-so and I'm about to leave. And Trusty looked at me and like, what? I said, because you're right. You got to know your terrain. You got to know who connected and so that who, mean you I were prepared. Already, I was watching. I already knew. You know what I'm saying? So like, if you, I'm willing to lose both because it's like at the end of the day, the spirit that we bring in ain't kingdom. Right. You know, it's, it's selfish. It's mad. It's angry. You can feel the anger. He's like, I'm going to want to just go in there. I just be, man, listen to my headphone, man. So I'm like, I go in there. Even though you're singing the words, if you angry, because right. music got a spirit to it. Right. 
You know what I'm saying? You you can the music you, when you however you doing it, however you playing it, that's what you're gonna do. Because what the devil was the minister of music, he was over music. So yeah. that's the gateway to your soul. Music can make you feel good. Music can make you feel bad. That's why some women all of a sudden start crying. They heard some song that they used to listen to. Man, you better leave this stuff alone. Let this. You gotta. You have to have a Holy Ghost feel. Righteous minister of music and singers. So like TDJ talked about today when yeah. he said he sent them. They sent the. The musicians before. Right. right. You said the musicians before the battle. They the one break down that stuff, man. Because Satan is the minister. He's over the music, and you got to beat him at his own game, man. Yeah, man. Uh, and if you were not willing to lose that drummer, you might have would have brought the minister music back. Yeah. Because I wasn't expecting or willing to lose this person. And a lot of guys, if we're not careful, they'll hold the ministry hostage. Yeah. They'll hold it hostage. Because they like, oh, they can't afford to lose me. Right. So you got to always know and be willing to accept the loss. Got to, man. This is I mean, willing to accept this loss. I know this loss is coming. So in my mind, I'm already prepared for this drummer to say I'm gone. Exactly. No problem. Not, oh, drummer gone, let me call him back because I don't want to lose. No, I, I understand the landscape of what's happening. And and that's why you're able to do it, man. And what you gotta understand, man. If you're gonna multiply three six, right, and two fourths, you gotta reduce them both down to at least come a denominator, which is one half. So sometimes you gotta understand God yeah. would divide and, and tear down so he can multiply. Because God ain't interested in adding to you. He's interested in multiplying you. And so sometimes when things leave and God be pulling stuff away, we get mad and want to bring it. But that's what's in your way. That's the cancer. Would you want to hold on to a tumor that's in you? Like people always say, don't let nobody go out the back door, man. You got to close the back door of the church, whatever. What if you keep eating? Man, we ate good the other day, didn't we? Yeah, well, we had shrimp. Yeah, we man. had chicken. Yeah, we had fish. That tastes like chicken. Spaghetti. Yeah, that's right. I told you it don't taste like chicken. Then. That don't taste like chicken. Boy, it probably was chicken. That don't look good. I was like, man, it don't taste like chicken, man. I don't eat light shrimp, man. Look, look, no. But what if we would have closed our back door? Mm. You ate all that food in your back yeah. door clothes. You going, mm. to, you going to the doctor. You going right. to die. Yeah. You're going to be septic. Right. You know, right. it's going to be nasty. You know, you got to get, man. you got, so sometimes you got to understand when people leave, don't, don't worry about closing the back door. Let them go. The same way you got to eat and let it pass. Some of that stuff pass through because your body not going to use all of it. You got to let some people pass on by. Man, I, I, I live off this philosophy, man. Everybody that stays with you stays because they can't leave. Reverend. Everybody that leaves you leaves because they can't stay. Reverend. And... You gotta understand that there's gonna be some people that leaves you no matter what. They left you when you walked in. Woo! Reverend! <laughs> they left you when you walked in. They were already gone. No matter what you offer them, no matter what you say to them, no matter what you how you love on them, they were leaving when you walked in the door. Mm. But there are gonna be some people that no matter and I'm not condoning anything, but it doesn't matter what you do, no matter what they hear, they cannot leave. They cannot leave because they've been assigned to you. Reverend. And what we try to do is we try to go after people that wasn't assigned to us. Reverend. For the fear of loss. You said something about multiplication, but when we read the text, God never multiplied multiplies before he subtracts. No. No. He always subtracts first. Exactly. 
The problem is we don't like the subtraction. Yeah. Well, in order to get the subtraction, or to get to the multiplication, we got to be able to handle the subtraction. Man, in, in, man, <laughs> in my book, right, <laughs> I got change equals pain, pain equals growth, growth equals change. So basically, growth equals loss. I forget what I said, mm. man. But anyway, at the end of the day, growth going to be painful. Mm. I say, that's why I say leadership growth, the power and the pain. It's going to be painful when you grow. The Bible says you'll receive a hundredfold in this lifetime with persecutions, mm. which means as you receive more, you're going to get hit more to make sure you stay on your knees. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, uh, each uh, a battery or power doesn't work without a positive and negative charge because that's what make it flows. And then also a building, or so actually the negative is the, it's the ground wire as well. Right. So if you if you have a a, a a house, if your house is not have a ground wire in the ground, and you turn the lights on, the lights gonna explode. The, the house gonna catch on fire because you need to be grounded. And so a lot of times God wants us to be grounded. And sometimes we don't pray as we should unless we're going through some type of pain mm. and tribulations. You know what I'm saying? That's when we really stay on our knees. I mean, I don't know how many times I pray, Lord, you just get me home this time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I never drive to Miami again. <laughs> nah, you, was a, you, you were getting in that Atlanta show, boy. <laughs> you ain't on the Freaknik documentary. Is your doc? I, don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. Okay. Hey, I ain't gonna lie. They used to call me. Yeah, like young Maxwell. Like, 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 like young do Maxwell it. Do it. There, Let me tell you something. Do it. It's your fault. <laughs> this is my camera. Do it. It's your fault. You know why it's your fault? He prayed a word about five years ago. He said, Lord, he said, some of y'all need to understand. That some you ain't nobody perfect. If 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 I ain't gotta go to court for to get judged, if you just go back in the eighties when I was at Freaknik, and I was like, this joker then spoke it, and that's why yes, they got they this got document. Get a whole document because of that Negro. God's word will never return to him, boy. <laughs> I blame you, do it. Prophecy. I blame you, Dr. Do it. Is you if I'm on a documentary, I'm coming for you. I'm gonna tear the whole ambassadors down. Brick <laughs> by brick. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! Yeah, he got that word, man. You you can't play with God, man. Right, man. Stop playing, man. You play too right. much, man. Open up a can of worms, though. man, dude, man. That song was crazy. God, I think that's why I had to preach. Like we when we started this thing, players ball back in Georgia Southern. One of the biggest things, man. That was almost like freak me. And so I believe that's why God gave me doing big conferences and stuff. I'm gifted at it. So I gotta play my penance, man, and okay. he do it and mess the whole world up, yeah. Jesus. So you so you 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 pay. Look, look I'm hiding now. Look, I'm yeah, hiding on camera. You see that? Subconscious, I'm over here hiding on my own camera, show, man. man. Oh, Lord. Put some smoke <laughs> on his face, man. Yeah, put the smoke <laughs> on me, man. I want to be protected with them little fake boys. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, we cloud. They ain't gonna they don't watch hey. they ain't gonna watch it in Virginia though. Yeah, you be nah, good. You be nah, good, man. man. We good, man. They be good, we good man. man. They ain't gonna we recognize watch... you. Nah, man. They ain't gonna recognize you. Nah, man. If you see somebody look like me, what you do it. <laughs> and he do it, man. You know they say all black people look alike, man. Yeah, so you yeah, know, do yeah. it, do we're it, gonna, do it. We gonna live by that one. Yeah, man. What time is it, man? We gotta get ready to close out, now. Man, look, man. Leave us with some words of wisdom, man. What, how you want to close out the show? Tell them whatever you want to say. It ain't gotta be related to what we talking about, man. Man, I live up under the umbrella of you know my ministry is set on P two P position to prosper. 
Mm. And one thing about being positioned to prosper is, number one, you got to understand and recognize when you're out of position. So many people come to our churches, come into our lives, and they out of position, man. And what we got to always know that when we get in position, when we get where God assigns us, um, Psalms 1 and 3 says he should be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. When you are in position, man, a couple of things happen. Number one, there's productivity because he says he's going to have you by the streams. Man, productivity, man, things are going to start happening in your life. And then there is protection because when you are in the proper position, man, there's, a, there's protection that's all around you. And then there's always prosperity because he says whatever he does shall prosper, man. Whether it's a podcast, whether it's starting a business, whether it's real estate, whatever you're doing, man, it is going to prosper. So I want to challenge someone who may feel like they're out of position in life. I want to tell you, if you find yourself and make your way to the position where God has assigned for you, may not be in the pulpit, may not be on a stage, but whatever you do, God says it's going to prosper. Man, I receive that. If you don't, I receive it. Please receive that word. He wishes above all things that you be prosperous and in good health, even as your soul prosperous. So as you continue to build a relationship with him and he can trust you more so you can understand that he's a, that you are a steward over his resources and you don't own it, you will be putting yourself in position to prosper, just like the man of God said. Another addition to bring the smoke. Thank you, Brother Nate, man. Thank you, Pastor. And I hope Appreciate I brought some smoke Oh, you, you brought man. the smoke, baby. You brought the smoke. Hey everybody, how you doing? This book is a book I believe everyone should buy. Not just because I wrote it, but because this book was birthed out of pain. And you learn so much during those painful moments. This is called Leadership Growth, The Power and the Pain. You can't have the power unless you've been through the pain. Bishop Morton wrote the foreword. It's been endorsed as well by our former governor, uh, Terry McAuliffe, and by our Newport News Sheriff, Sheriff Gabriel Morgan, I promise you this book will bless you. Please get it, not just for me, but to bless you. Go to willamaxwell.org or click on the links below and I promise you this book will bless you. If you don't just buy it for yourself, buy it for someone else. It's a short read, but it's a powerful read. I've been getting testimonies all across the country and I promise you it will bless your life.